Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is already the 4th of February. We are on Tuesday, and here we go. I know we're in the afternoon in, in, um, you know, in Europe right now, and I have a lot of people from Europe, and when I see them file in, I'm thinking, I hope it's their lunch time. So I hope you guys are having a good time listening to the show, and I want to thank everybody for listening because our listenership is is growing in a way that, um, wow, I think only time could do. So it's happening, and I thank everybody for being here and that we all are interested in growing together. And today, today's show, it's, it's a big thing to talk about because it's the thing that runs our lives and it's behind every decision we make. And I thought to myself, is putting this down in a half an hour doable? Because then once you say what you're going to say, then there's every individual experience that every individual has. And we all think ours is worse than everybody else's. And really what's worse about it is that we don't talk about it. And not talking about things keeps them in this little cocoon inside of us. And we protect it and we fight for it and we fight because of it. And it stems every single thing we do from how we walk to the clothes we choose, to the cars we drive, to the jobs we do, to the kinds of conflicts we have with other people. Because depending on our our past pain, that's the stuff that will trigger us as adults. Oh, I can't do that. I can't be in tight corners. I can't be on an elevator. I I get mad when people talk about love, even. And I've heard that one. But what, what, what's love? What does love mean? Love got me nowhere. Has somebody I told that I love that, oh, let me take that love to the bank and see what I can get for it? At first, I thought he was joking. But as I kept hearing it, and I stopped to actually think about it, because he didn't say it mean, but he meant it. It made me question, not that I loved him, because I knew I did. But what did I love about it? And was he capable of loving me back? And I remember asking questions like, hey, you know, what were you like before you grew up? What were you like as a kid? And instead of telling me funny kid stories, which is what I wanted to hear or hoped to hear, I got a, oh, so now you want to analyze me. So what was I getting? I was getting defense, 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 right? Defending the love, defending the childhood, defending whatever happened in that time. It 
dictated this man's life. I could get away from it, right? I could leave. But he couldn't leave himself. That's him. That's who he is. So what happens to the person who feels stronger is you want to take care of the person that doesn't. And prior to seeing Christ, I did not realize that I could not do the work for both of us. And I always thought I could. So I have enough love for both of us. I can do this. I've got this. I knew nothing yet about exchanging energy or my perspective. My perspective in my brain was our perspective. My objective was for us. I totally melted into a relationship, period. Didn't matter who, that was who I was. And, and you know how Christ always says, our behavior is not special to one person. It's who we are everywhere we go. So if I had a relationship, I would melt into the relationship and then I'd start to feel comfortable because that's what I was used to doing. And that never changed until I dealt with my pain from my past. And then I'd start saying things like, oh, wow, can I exchange energy with this person or is this a one-way street? And I had to grow out of it lesson by lesson. I had to end up with someone again with those personality traits because that's where I was comfortable not knowing that that was probably the complete opposite of me, which it was. But, of course, I was going to save the world. But now I was seeing the picture much faster. Like, oh, wow, I'm in this 100%. They're in it about 80 and I'd actually say it, and they would actually agree with me. So then I had to ask myself questions, right? Like, well, why do I jump in 100% when they don't? Why do I keep giving and they don't? What's in me that needs to do that? Think about these things. They're, they're amazing. Because when we start asking those kinds of questions, is when we start to release the pains of the past. A lot of it is going back and looking at it and saying, hey, you know what? I keep doing this. I keep getting stuck here. Why? And you go back to that time before we ever heard the word no or we ever knew that anyone could hurt our feelings. Because that's when we really find out that we have feelings, is when our feelings get hurt. When we start questioning, hey, why do I do that? Like, why doesn't my friend do that? Because I'm drawing these kinds of issues to my life. That level of self-accounting. Like, why is that my issue and not my sister's issue or not my friend's issue or not my coworker's issue? Why do I keep having the same issue over and over again? And I have worked with people that I could see them 10 years ago 
I could see them today. And because they have not questioned or taken a look back, they have the exact same problems, but with different characters. And the old roll the eyes, like, yeah, you know, it's always like that. Well, no, it's not always like that. It's only always like that for you. They look at me like, I, I don't want to hear that. Because they've done a really, really good job of cocooning and protecting their pain. Some don't even know where it started. Because when it starts really, really young and your security needs are really shaken, that's where we get that survival, that that narcissistic, I better take care of myself because no one will take care of me because they were not taken care of in the ways they needed early, early on. But for the most part, we can remember because it happened later. So whatever situations you have today, and this is the only way that you can catch up to today, is to question why. Why do I have this subset of kinds of issues? I can give you this example that just, it took me a while to see it. I love to help people. I love to explain things to people. I love to see the light turn on. So sometimes I would find, somehow I did, I got attracted to or found people that really would attack me because I was going to prove them wrong. I was going to teach them that not everybody's like that and Wow, look at what someone is willing to do for you. Because for me, that was helping our world. For them, it was a challenge to fight me and protect their pain. It took me a long time to realize that I was banging my head against the wall. Because their wall was not mine to fix. Their wall is theirs to fix. And someone said something to me that stuck in my mind in such a way that I couldn't see it differently afterwards, so I'm very grateful for them. But they said when you are in any relationship, whether it's a friendship, a partner, your kids, your parents, You are not a therapist. You are their daughter, their friend, their parent, their partner. Therapy is something that they need to do on their own. But you will be heard better if you're not trying to fix everything. And you will be seen better if you're not trying to fix everything. But to release the pains of your past, that make you want to relieve the pains of other people. Because that's why I was doing it. 
to believe I was of value to someone for them to love me. Now, because I feel that sense of self-love, that anchor, I don't feel like I need approval from my outside in. And it all does go back to love and wanting to be loved. But those roadblocks, those, those bridges that we haven't crossed yet with our pain, with our past, is why we don't get to the other side. I can't heal anyone's pain, but I can tell you how I healed my own. I can't heal anyone's pain, but I can give you encouragement. I can give you advice if you ask for it, or if you come to my page on Facebook, or if you take the self-love class, or you do the self-love challenge. I'm trying to give it to you in ways that it's up to you to receive it because only you can make that decision to face whatever went on and whatever built you. Because the reality is we all have a past. And if we view our past as a reality and not an anomaly, this novelty that we're holding on to because It's too scary to look at. Scarier is to live with it. We can use it as a crutch or we can use it as a tool. That's our choice. Is it a crutch or is it a tool? And you know inside of your heart which one you're using it as. You know inside, deep inside, you get those little glimpses of, I know better than that, but I'm just not ready to do that. When Christ keeps telling me, is this a lesson or is this a destination, there isn't one pain that we have or have had in our life that's a destination. Not one. And because I know that now, I can't stop talking about us facing what has happened to us, not as a poor me, but as a what have I done with my past? How have I used my past to shape today? Because whenever whatever happened to us, It has shaped us from that day forward. Because I didn't know the English language as a child, I felt like everyone knew something I didn't know. I held on to that until just a few years ago. Always thinking everyone, like, had this magic sauce for life. But then as time went on and I started working with people and I started doing one-on-one, I started seeing the commonality of that past slot filled with different stories from each of us. Well, when I was younger. So when I hear that, like when I was younger, 
stories, that's because we are still there. When we grow through that, when we build a bridge of transition from our past to today, we no longer need to keep talking about our past because we've healed from it. But the healing part is looked at as so hard and so daunting that we don't even want to face it. Like, oh, I'll do that another day. I'm good. I can watch my show today or go out with my friends today or stay late at work today. I can find, I found a way to live with it. But what if someone told you, well, if you faced your past, you wouldn't feel like you had to stay so late at work. You would, you would value your time differently. You wouldn't waste it watching a bunch of television. You would want to do other things. You would want to meet more people. You would want to get dressed more instead of just, this is good for today. I'll pay attention tomorrow. You would do these little things like wash your face before you go to bed and brush your teeth. You would make sure you ate in the morning. I know this sounds funny, but it makes a huge difference because what I found with people is that when the past is not addressed, neither is the present. They're the, they're the people I've worked with that will tell me at some point, oh, I have this problem with my teeth. I have this problem with my gums. I have this problem with my health. And it's because their health wasn't addressed, their teeth weren't addressed or brushed regularly or taken care of regularly because if they didn't deal with their past, which is their biggest obstacle, doing the small things every day are also put off. Because you're going to get to it after you get to the past. That's where the past is a crutch. Oh, I don't need to do that today. I'm still taking care of this over here. Oh, that doesn't matter. And it's probably a big thing. And you may be putting off your bills and doing it when you forced to, just to stay alive. Not saving money until you make more money when you could save money today. Where are you spending your money? Really thinking about how releasing the pains of our past can catch us up to today is to start today asking yourself questions. Why is this the subset of my life right now? Why do I do this this way? It's like me. I love waking up early in the morning now because of the show. To me, about five years ago, waking up at 4 o'clock in the morning was waking up in the middle of the night. But now that I cleared my path, waking up at 4 o'clock in the morning is like my sanctuary. It's changed its form. 
It's a quiet time. Nobody is awake yet. I can think clearly. What was really important about that is that I wanted to think clearly. I didn't want to live in the fog of I'm holding my breath until I solve all these issues that I'm not even paying attention to, but living in the results of. And whatever your sanctuary is, a walk, a friend, cooking, reading, setting goals for yourself, showing up, being more present when you are in a conversation instead of, oh, yeah, okay, great, and then the person leaves, you don't even think about them again because you just are too crowded in your brain. Our past feels like it is the dictator of our decision. And if you don't look at your past as positive, what's going to happen to your decisions? They're not going to be that positive. And you're going to wonder why you don't make good decisions for yourself. And then why everybody else does. So isolation. Now you're isolating yourself. But if you can start by just saying, hey, I own my past. You will allow it to get out of its corner so that you can start to see it. And it will show up in glimpses. It won't just come and roll you over like a bulldozer. But you'll be doing something and you'll go, yeah, you know what, that did happen. And that did make me really sad. That bothered me for years. Well, wait a minute, that still bothers me. Every time I see a parent hug a child, I feel bad and neglected because nobody hugged me when I was little. And you realize that the way you think about your past is what your past is. Instead of thinking about what people did do for you or it's impossible that your parents didn't care about you, But that's what you're choosing to remember and then use it as why you aren't so great now. That would be my first question. Why don't I remember anything good? Why did I only focus on the stuff that didn't work? Do I still do that? Do I look at everything and go, yeah, but all day long? your motives. Even till this very day, there are certain things that I may have my natural old reaction to. And I take this line from Maya Angelou, which I absolutely love because it gave me my exit conversation from the old me to the new me. It was my bridge of transition. When you know better, do better. So I say to myself, and prior to that saying, I used to say, oh, I already learned my way out of that. But now I just say, I know better. I know better. Why don't I use that information? Why am I choosing to use the information 
that beats me up so that I can go back into my little hole and live there. Now I look at something and I say, is this a lesson or is this a destination? Is this where I belong? Do I love this enough to do it? Questions, questions, questions. Ask yourself questions. A lot of times when we do something and someone else asks us a question, we fight back. We push back. I'm not doing that. Why do you keep saying and you fill in your blank? Why do you keep saying my room or my house is a mess? Why do you keep saying I don't finish my task? Why do you keep saying I keep saying that? You get mad at people when they call us out. So then when we call ourselves out, we get mad at ourselves because we say, well, I don't really want to answer that. Well, that's a big one. We, we were already used to that one in my head, taking up all my space. I could do it for another day. But then you should ask yourself another question like, do I want to continue doing this? Why do I do it this way? Why do I go around the block to cross the street? Why don't I just cross the street and get it over with? That's why Christ said, if you want to organize your mind, clean something. This year is the year of completion. A lot of things are completing themselves. We're starting new new cycles in life. Technology's leaping this year. We have elections this year in the US. We have different ways the world is learning to work with each other because we have become global. We are no longer all on an island by ourselves. We have young people who want to work towards making a great a greater and better planet let alone country, city, and town. This year is like a huge one. And we're only in month two, and I've already seen so many old paradigms topple in this time. And our minds are ready They're ready. We are ripe and ready to face who we are so that we can be a bigger part, not only of our own personal world, but of the world we live in. We are starting to see that we matter. And if you can ask yourself questions, you can question yourself. It will build your trust in your decision-making. No matter what the answers are, as long as they are true, you will build trust in yourself. Like, yes, I do that. I don't know exactly why I do that, but I will find out. I am open to learning that. Just saying that to yourself opens that closed door. That self-talk, that self-conversation 
You start literally to build a friendship with yourself instead of, I never fill in the blank. I never do this. Other people are good at that. I'm not good at that. I have never done that. I never got that. I never, 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 never. And it goes on and on in your head and you're isolating, isolating. It's almost like a part of that that narcissistic personality is taking over your rational thought. Be kind. Be kind to your soul. Ask yourself questions. Build a bridge from your past to your present. Because your soul needs you. There's a lot in there that it has. It has to share with you and take you to those places that you, in your heart, want to go and don't understand why you're not there. This show, for whatever reason, was very enlightening to me in some ways. But our past is not a crutch. It is a tool. It's your greatest tool that you have because it is who you are, and who you will be from this day forward. So addressing it allows you to address everything else in life. You guys have a great Tuesday. I will see you tomorrow on Relationship Wednesday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.